Hello, beloveds. Today I want to talk to you about slowing down. So let's start with a prayer. God, we slow down to spend time with you. We slow our breathing to find some stillness for our bodies from the busyness of life. We notice how our heartbeats slow as we take time just to be present with you now. Help us in this time of stillness and solitude to hear a word of hope and new life from you today. Amen. Busyness. Busyness. We all know about it, no matter what age we are. It seems like our young ones are getting caught up in more and more activities, keeping them super busy after school. If we're in a stage of work, we are trying to work and maybe care for our families and maybe care for ourselves, maybe care for children and parents at the same time. I constantly hear from people that are retired saying they're busier than ever. I think we live in a culture that sadly celebrates being overwhelmed, overscheduled, and overachieving. We wear exhaustion like a badge of honor. I know I've done it too. People get caught up. I've heard in like comparing their exhaustion. No, I'm more tired than you. I'm more tired than you. I'm more busy and overwhelmed than you as if it's a good competition. What does busyness get us? How do we feel at the end of the day, at the end of all the days? Is busyness really fulfilling? Is it really Filling our cups, is it really nourishing our souls? Is it really connecting us with God and with each other in a way that is what we hope for our lives and for the people we love? So today I want to think about the rhythm of Jesus' life and Jesus' leadership. He had some uh, big areas that he spent his time in, sort of chunks of time. We know he spent time working, for sure. This is a lot of his ministry that we see in the gospel. He was healing and teaching and feeding and, and on the move. He was traveling a lot to do a lot of this work. So he definitely spent time working. Work is not a bad thing. He also spent uh, his time in community. We hear a lot of stories where he is breaking bread with people, sharing in meals together, where he's taking time to be with his disciples, his friends. He values time with community. The third area that I think is probably overlooked and sadly maybe isn't in scripture as much as it could be, but joy. I think Jesus spent time with joy. Um, I see it in some of his sense of humor in the way that he responds to folks. Uh, we see in the Gospel of John that he's at the wedding at Cana and enjoying himself. He is spending time with joy. And the last one is time for solitude, time for rest and prayer. We hear that a lot, and we'll talk more about that in a minute. These are sort of the four big categories um, that I see in Jesus' rhythm of life, work, community, joy, solitude, and really only one of them is about busyness, the work. The others are about slowing down, appreciating, being mindful, and being present, the community, the joy, the solitude. It's interesting that those make up three quarters of uh, his rhythm. Here's just a few examples of, of ways that Jesus built slowing down into his life and even to, into the lives of his disciples. So in Luke 4, we hear uh, right after Jesus was baptized, it says he was full of the Holy Spirit. He returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the wilderness. 
And we know that he spent 40 days in the wilderness and he was praying, he was wrestling. We know that from the story, but the spirit intentionally sent him away into the wilderness because right after that, he begins his public ministry. So there's this time that he gets away to get ready for the journey ahead. In Mark 6, we hear this. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. And he said to them, Come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest a while. For many were coming and going, and they had no leisure even to eat. And they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Jesus had sent his disciples out to do ministry, and then they returned back. And what did he do? He encouraged them to take time away to recharge, to rest after their hard work. Um, Sending them back out into the mission field again probably would have ended terribly for everybody. In Matthew 14, we hear this. uh, When Jesus heard this news, he withdrew from there in a boat to a deserted place by himself. And the news is that he had just learned that his cousin John the Baptist had been killed. And so he took time to go away. He took time that he needed to grieve and to feel his feelings. I think that would have been a lot harder for him to do if he'd kept trying to plow forward in his work and in his mission and tried to sort out his grief while he was on the go. So he took time away for solitude. In Luke 6, it says this, Now during those days, Jesus went out to the mountain to pray. And he spent the night in prayer to God. And when day came, he called his disciples and chose 12 of them. So this is early in his ministry. Jesus has some big decisions ahead of him. He's trying to make sure he chooses just the right folks for the work he has. And so he spends the night alone in prayer before he chooses his disciples. In Luke 5, I know I'm kind of going backwards here a little bit, but in Luke 5, it says, he would withdraw to deserted places and pray. We see this one over and over again in the Gospels. So many times in Jesus' ministry, he just gets away. He spends time alone, often in prayer. Um, As early as the creation story, so the very beginning of the story, we find that Sabbath is built into the rhythm of our week. That's on purpose. It says that God rested. I don't know that God gets super tired. I think maybe God was just modeling that for us. Or, I don't know, maybe God needed to, like, kick back in a hammock and rest. But I think that was meant to be as a gift for us. Sabbath is built in as a time to rest and to connect with God and, and also to connect with ourselves. Because if the divine lives in us, those things go hand in hand, kind of, tuning back into who we are and where we come from and whose we are and who loves us and who is leading us. I know I uh, can talk a big game about being still and it sounds easier said than done and I should be practicing what I preach and I can be very bad at this, but I want to honor that and say that I have been. I have been practicing in the last couple weeks saying no to busyness so that I can say yes to more joy and community and solitude. So I am practicing what I preach, friends. So uh, it doesn't make me an expert, but it does make me someone who's trying, and you can too. I have to say that building in that no to busyness ironically has made my work more productive and more joyful. And so um, what I found is that more stillness and slowing down has actually made the parts of my life that are maybe meant to look quote-unquote busy are actually more fruitful. 
Um, and so what I'm finding is that busyness doesn't equal fruitfulness. Busyness does not equal achievement. Busyness does not equal abundant life. There needs to be time for solitude and stillness and slowing down. Psalm 4610 invites us to be still. It says, be still and know that I am God. It's in this stillness that our priorities have time to get aligned again. It's in this slowing down that we're reminded again of who and whose we are. It's in that stillness that our soul is refreshed. So you are invited to slow down. God is not calling you to burn the candle at both ends and to run yourself ragged, but instead to slow down. So now I'm going to invite you to slow down and uh, talk through these questions with somebody or think through them on your own. Here we go. Number one, why do you think our culture places so much value on busyness? Number two, when was the last time you took a break to do absolutely nothing? Number three, do you experience God more in the busyness or in the times of solitude and stillness. Number four, if Jesus spent time away in stillness and quiet and prayer, do you think or believe that doing less could actually be considered an act of discipleship? Number five, what do you need in order to build some slowing down time into your schedule? I hope these questions and any conversation you've had has encouraged you to think more about how you can slow down, how God might be calling you to slow down, to find some stillness. Um, and so let us finish up in prayer, and then maybe you can take a minute just to be still. Let's pray. God, we thank you for the rhythms of Jesus' life that have so much to teach us. We thank you that he took time to be still, to slow down. We know that there is value in the work that we do. We see it in Jesus' life. We know there's value in community and in joy. And we also know that sometimes these are not done well unless we have taken time to slow down. So help us in the days ahead to be still and to know that you are God, to find some reset and recharge that we might go back into the work you've called us to, not to be busy, but to be fruitful and meaningful and effective for your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen.